Hello, hottie McHotties. This is Delaney coming at you from the editing booth. And by editing booth, I mean my desk in my bedroom. Um, this episode got a little wonky because we recorded it right after we saw Thor Love and Thunder. And if you know anything about me, you know that I will go absolutely feral for the next 24 hours after any extended exposure to Taika Waititi. So there might be some weird audio glitches, some weird echoes. I've had to to cut a few things, but don't worry, you're safe in my hands and I will make sure you understand the full episode. Enjoy! We're across the table from each other. <laughs> what does Sobble sound like? Sobble. <laughs> I think. I mean, granted, I could probably use that voice for anything and that would work, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's something like that. <laughs> oh, I don't even have like a fun, witty remark to open this with. Well, we can just do the usual. Like, we can. We can. Or we can talk about my game, because I I have been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Which isn't the game that you said you were playing so, last week. So I finished Pokemon Sword, yes. and I ordered the new ones. I have to wait for them to get here. So I was like, while I wait, I'll just plug in one of my games I have. And I have Link, Legend of Zelda, like the, the one that's walking around, the one that everyone flipped shit out, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that one? Mm-hmm. And I had Fire Emblem Three Houses. I don't know why I bought it when I bought it. I started it. I was like, this will be fine. Guys, I haven't seen my roommate in three days. I think I think I, I, I can double check it, but I'm pretty sure I've logged over 30 hours on the game. And I started it. Like three Thursday. days ago. Yeah. And today is Sunday. I started it Thursday. I've been up until like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning every night. It's so much fun. And yet I'm no, not... No, but also you keep turning to me and saying, oh yeah, the guy like just got murdered. No, I'm not enjoying myself is the weird thing. <laughs> you but almost cried. I was, I almost cried. I was in the bathroom and then he showed up back up and I literally almost cried because I was like, he's back. I'm so happy. It's, I didn't, I, I thought it was be like fun. Like you run like a little magic school. I was like, this is cute. Like I'm, I have magic school. And then they're like, every choice you make determines whether or not people live. And I'm like, that's horrifying. Can you can you say something? <laughs> Thank you. Good job. <laughs> I'm just accepting that I'm gonna be fully out of my element in this episode. I am fully in. My you. Element. This is probably the most in your element you will ever. I've be. never been more excited. Welcome to Stop Your Ruining It. This is a podcast about movies. I'm Delaney, and I love movies. And I'm Natalie, and I do not. Now. I feel like it's interesting we're doing this movie because this is the one movie that we have agreed will never be ruined for I will us. never let a man ruin Pokemon <laughs> Detective Pikachu. I will die. It'll be it'll be a cold day in hell before I allow a man to ruin this movie for me. Um, this is a movie that me and Natalie saw in theaters. In theaters. When- I think the weekend it came out because we got Pokemon cards. Was it the premiere? It might have been like the premiere weekend because we, we got Pokemon got, cards. For we got it. and they are still in my wallet. I keep Pokemon cards regularly in my wallet. I just have these two. I've never played Pokemon a day in my life, but I sure have the Detective Pikachu and Jigglypuff from Detective Pikachu Pokemon cards in my wallet at all times. Meanwhile, I've played Pokemon every day of my life. <laughs> I've played so much Pokemon. So, 
This is so this exciting. is your episode. This is so this exciting is, you, for me. You, I, you are so in control. I here. was like, there's no way because the the meme for a while has been that I've been joking like Pokemon Detective Pikachu is like the best movie ever written. Like <laughs> it's so incredible. Just because I was like, this is funny. We saw I saw it one time, never again. Are you about to tell me that you do think this is the best movie ever written? No, but. I thought watching it again was not going to hold up, and it actually, like, pretty much did. I actually enjoyed myself. It's, it's, it's a good movie. I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy watching it more in theaters. It's very much a spectacle movie that yeah. I, watching it on a tiny TV mm-hmm. on, like, Oroku isn't the same experience. Right. But it, it's, a, it's a good movie. Right. Well, like, that's I'm how not... I feel about Marvel movies, where yeah. I'm like, they're, they're better. Some... Movies in general are better in a theater. There's no way Love and Thunder is going to be better <laughs> in home movie theaters. <laughs> available on a couch near you like it's no way the movie was so loud by the way all it was just so you just don't like movie loud. theaters no all movies are that loud. i know but marvel movies have explosions at all times you know like if i went I, a quiet place is a bad example but off a example. different movie <laughs> why was that the first thing you thought of i don't know like any movie you go see like a normal movie. There's not generally explosions every 15 seconds. Every everything makes so much noise. I weirdly enough found a lot of kind of fascinating things about the creation of this movie. I cannot imagine the creation of this movie was anything but. Fascinating. So I think we just kind of have to get started. Yeah, I, mean, I have so many tabs open on why and how this movie was made. <laughs> um, did you know that this is the first live-action film based on a Nintendo property since the 1993 Super Mario Bros. starring <laughs> Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo? Man, it's a close close call between these two, which one's better. It's really hard. This is not, however, the highest-grossing video game movie of all time. No, not some sort of well, you, well, it's, it's the second. It's the second highest-grossing. Highest-grossing movie about video games? Mm-hmm. Based on, like, a video game adaptation. So not like Ready Player One. But like based. Ad- adapted from a video game. I'm not even sure. Warcraft. Oh, they made a Warcraft. Yeah. Movie? I was about to say like Final <laughs> Fantasy. I was like something where no, people Warcraft. would go see it no matter what the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, directed by David Bowie's son. When did that come out? 2016. Did it take place in the video game world? Um. Is it animated? No, that's live action. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for a Warcraft episode. We're not. We're not watching Warcraft. <laughs> I refuse to... I'm sure it's fine. You will not debase yourself in this way. (laughs) I've already made so many sacrifices to make myself more appealing to men. Playing (laughs) World of Warcraft and then subsequently watching the Warcraft, World of Warcraft adaptation. Yeah, we've already signed up to see the D&D movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't even come out for another year. I know, we've already signed up to have to do that. That's enough time for anyone. (sighs) This movie is incredible. This is the best movie ever <laughs> i don't even know where to start should we just start with i guess the, the plot? plot yeah or maybe like how basically and i told you this last night this was able to be made because of pokemon go yes. so many people pokemon went to the polls mm-hmm. that went straight pokemon went, went pokemon went to the polls they that pokemon go <laughs> that they realized that this would be profitable enough to make this movie. I'm also curious if, because Pokemon Go was already in kind of a 3D style, mm-hmm. if that also helped them be like better at figuring well, out and probably also, how much it would cost to do the animation. I wonder. Now, I have not played Pokemon Go. I played I it. I played it briefly 
I'm not a Pokemon Go head. I also would not be surprised if they felt comfortable making this movie specifically after the 2016 Jungle Book remake mm. came out because the same VFX company did both. Right. So they saw, oh, um, it's called Motion Picture Group. They're able to make animals look pretty realistic and mm -hmm. pretty good. And so they're like, okay, we could probably do a live action adaptation and it could look decent. Because I will say, the character design. I'm not gonna say all the VFX in this no, movie no, are no, good. No. There's some egregious <laughs> VFX in this. But the character design, like specifically the effects for the Pokemon, which are right. the most important VFX, well, especially for a movie that is, I think, 95% VFX. Like, like that fucking. <laughs> it's fucking the Pikachu is so cute. The Pikachu is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I I I don't even care how the rest of the movie goes he's so he's so cute they did and such so a good job well animated it is so hard it's been so hard for people to do pokemon in a real life concept because so many of them are based off of things but not quite like pikachu is based off of i think it's called a pika or a pika pika is a like small mouse yeah, a pika is a mouse, like a small mouse, and that's where kind of the name comes from. Because well, and then a, a pika is mouse, and then chew is like their word for electricity, so yeah. it's electric mouse. Almost all of them are portmanteaued like that. So yeah. people will be like, okay, I guess it'll be a mouse, like it's the size of a mouse. The thing I like about the character design in this is I think that they went, the, we're going for a vibe for this Pokemon, yeah. and that's what we're going to do. Like, it doesn't have to look... Because, like, I, I, like, Gengar, I noticed, especially. I was, like, they just were, like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we, we know what we want it to feel like. Or, like, Mr. Mime. <laughs> you, I don't know. I, I don't understand why you're laughing when mentioning Mr. Mime. I think he is a perfect I am very adaptation. happy. I'm very happy that someone, someone made the decision to not make him fuzzy. <laughs> oh, they did. He's if a, you look close no, I enough, know. he has peach fuzz. Oh, Because he has human skin. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's me again. Um, I had to cut a little bit around here because I was speaking twice and nobody wants to hear two of my own voice. But let me fill you in on what you missed. We introduced the plot, which, lucky for you guys, plot here is very thin, so you didn't miss too much. Talked about Tim, how he's an orphan. Talked about how this director basically made a PowerPoint presentation on keeping Mr. Mime in the movie. And we went over his filmography, which includes Shark Tale. I think that that is what you missed on Glee. Oh, and it'll come back to me asking why Tim wants to be a Pokemon trainer if Pokemon battles are illegal in this city. Wow. I'm so glad that you brought this up. I, you know, what, what the post, like, I'm so glad you brought this up. You're gonna have to cut. This is gonna be the longest episode ever. So, this takes place in the, uh, fictional, double fictional city of, of Rhyme City, which right. is not, does not exist outside of the Pokemon Detective Pikachu canon. Right. Uh, so it's not to, what I've been able to find is not placed in one of the main regions, which is the Kanto, Jonto, Poen, uh, uh, Sinnoh, I believe, are all take place, are all kind of in Japan, Asia, uh, and then the more recent games that did France, England, and the upcoming Spain, <laughs> where we will see Lechonk. Put, Le put Lechonk in Detective Pikachu. Do Extend it now. Give me the Lechonk cut of Detective yeah. Pikachu. 
So from what I can tell, I feel like, and at least in this movie, it's in America. Mm-hmm. It's an American city. Um, there are different careers in Pokemon, and that, that happens in the games and in the anime. In the games, you can only be a Pokemon trainer. That's kind of the only path you can take, unless mm-hmm. you take one of... They made a couple spinoff games. Right. Um, but in the anime, to my understanding, you can become a Pokemon trainer, in which case you are distinctly doing Pokemon battles, Mm -hmm. trying to become the champion of the Pokemon world. You can have a Pokemon without being a Pokemon trainer, per se. In this movie, they say that. You're kind of a Pokemon trainer regardless, but you're not like a a champion hopeful. There is, that is a job. Apparently insurance is also a job. (laughs) Uh, You also can just have a Pokemon that like hangs out with you. They make a lot of talk about like partner Pokemon. And I think that that's... The like normal route is just to have one Pokemon. Like Lucy isn't necessarily a trainer. No, she's no, a no. fucking journalist. She's a reporter. She has a little side. No, like Psyduck's our buddy. Yeah, they just um, gotta hang out. They don't have like Pokeballs on them. Yeah, at all times they're not actively going out and doing. But apparently, that. Lucy doesn't have potions on her. I mean, goddamn it, Lucy. Um, there's also Pokemon Rangers, which are in charge of going out and and they're Park Rangers, but for Pokemon. Uh huh. Which if you play that game, it's wild because it's. One of the plot points is a hostage negotiation <laughs> in that game. That is a game for children, and it the one of the big plot points is a hostage negotiation. Uh, there is Nurse Joy is a the police officer. No, 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 sorry. Wow, Officer Jenny is the police officer. <laughs> you nodded so enthusiastically. You were like, "Sounds right." I haven't played any of these games. I have watched the anime. I have played. My uh, all the way I played faithfully up until Diamond Pearl. I get, think I got like halfway through uh I, I finished X, which was really good. I got like halfway through black and white and I was like, this is stupid. My the, my knowledge extent of Pokemon is watching my brother play Pokemon and dating a man who played Pokemon and living with you. I could have probably beaten both of them in a game. Just so we're clear. I've been to Pokemon conventions. I've been to uh gaming, like a tournament. My poor father took me to that. <laughs> I played the card game. I have a collection of the cards. So I have a pretty good... I'm not super familiar with the past two generations of Pokemon. So there were some Pokemon in this where I did not recognize what Pokemon they were. Because as you told me last night, there were 900 Pokemon in the canon right now. 906, I believe, unique Pokemon. As of the production of this movie, it was at like 800. Yeah. Um, But they said that they tried to keep it down to 60 that were included in the film. Yeah. I don't know how many you counted uh less than that i think yeah so like there's various jobs but this uh, this game does kind of just like cop out of the argument everyone makes of like pokemon is dog fighting (laughs) by going this is a peaceful city where none of that exists and we're not going to address that so we're all good there so if you were a pokemon trainer you wouldn't be stopping there because there's no gym there's nowhere to battle to kind of get to the next stage of your journey right not every place is going to be surrounding battling right so if he were to become a Pokemon trainer, he'd just have to move out of Rhyme City? Or in yeah, Rhyme City, are the Pokemon there. trainers just kind of like vets? Well, you're like a nomad in okay. general if you're a Pokemon trainer. Okay. Generally, like in, in the game, and Ash too, you're just like some kid in a house in like a town that has two houses in it. That's a, um, apparently, so the production of this movie is fascinating because they were very, very protective yes. of their IP. They had... A guy on set who was just the Pokemon supervisor who mm-hmm. made sure that all of the evolutions, all of the timing, all of the like strengths, all of the weaknesses were kept in line. Everything was you know, continuous. Mm-hmm. All the continuity was in check. They also 
were very, very protective of Ash, and they did not let the director, the writers, have any even like inkling of Ash right. as a character. And like they didn't even let Tim as a character wear a ball cap. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, no, that's too close to Ash. We can't have Ash. They give like a soft allusion to Ash with that one Asian trainer at the very beginning. Right. Who is the Japanese dub of Tim? Good for him. <laughs> but no, yeah. Well, because I, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's Ash is 10. So I think that's a hard, hard sell on that one. And it's people have been waiting for this movie for so long. Right. That it had to be perfect. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> so the, the, the main plot of this revolves around this mysterious purple gas that they just call R. R. Which is, I, that's pretty normal for Pokemon. <laughs> I also looked at the, like, original video game. The plot is actually very truthful to that, like, 2016 yeah. video game. In that it's Tim Goodman going after the mysterious purple gas R with, you know, Bill Nye and his son. <laughs> but what I took note of is that, for some reason, every live-action and animated, like, crossover film mm-hmm. has the exact same fucking plot. <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Detective Pikachu, Chippendale Rescue How Rangers. How dare you? All of them have the same plot of like, oh, there's this mysterious force going around making the cartoons evil. Also the plot of Zootopia. Yeah. That that one uh, falls in less because and it's I know not it's live not, action. I know, I'm just saying that's also the plot but, of Zootopia. Like, it, it, it's, it's fascinating that I was like 15 minutes into this movie and I was like, oh, this is the plot of Who Framed Roger it's, Rabbit. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah. Because it like they have like some special serum that turns tunes evil, and this is a gas that makes the Pokemon evil, but also merges them. No, the gas makes them crazy, and then they are able to be merged. If they're in a crazed state, then Mewtwo is able to merge them with humans. Which is I follow all this plot very closely. Just because Bill Nye's in a wheelchair and he's mad about it. He's really mad about it. Like that's where this comes from. Right. They it it follows like the creation. Tim goes to figure out, he goes to like collect his dad's stuff. Yeah, because they're like, like, hey, your dad's dead. Then he got there and there was Pikachu there and they can talk. And it sounds like Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) And he was like, you sound like Ryan. Um, That's crazy. You sound like Deadpool. Have you seen Deadpool? Deadpool's pretty self-aware. He knows he's in a movie. Do you know that you're in a movie That exists in this world, Deadpool. (laughs) Uh, And he is, his dad's Pokemon partner is this Pikachu Mm -hmm. who has lost his memories, but Mm -hmm. knows that there's some kind of issue happening uh, and was supposed to have died with Tim's dad in the car accident. Pikachu lived, leading him and eventually Tim to believe that his dad is also alive somewhere. Um, Sorry, I'm thinking about Mr. Mime. That's why I'm just softly smiling. That's fine. Uh, so... Mime, mime, mime! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's creepy as hell. I love him. I hate him. <laughs> Pokemon Company's one requirement for this film was that all the um, Pokemon remain cute. Yeah. And there's literally no way to make Mr. Mime cute. No, and they had to include him. He does have a younger evolution called Mime Jr., who's adorable. I'm just really glad that Rob Letterman fought for Mr. Mime to be in it. Because I feel like people would have rioted if he wasn't. Yeah. He knew what the fans wanted, and I appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never played a game in my life, but it's the only it's I the Pokemon everyone knows. I would have rioted. It goes Mr. Pikachu Mime and Mr. Mime, and recently they've been really shoving Eevee into stuff, so people are <laughs> like, "Oh, Eevee!" 
Because Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Mr. Mime didn't really pass the censors. I want Let's Go Mr. Mime. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, they go to a Pokemon battle to figure out clues. While they're there, the Pikachu tries to fight Charizard. Right. Uh, which Pikachu would have the type advantage in that because Charizard's a flying type Pokemon. Uh, and, but the, and the Charizard has been defeated by this Pikachu before, hypothetically. Yes. And he has a scar because since Pokemon battles are illegal in yeah. the city, he wouldn't have been able to take him to... Oh, I guess to a... a Pokemon healer, doctor. Pokemon center. Sure. Yeah. Um, so he would have just been able to like heal the Pokemon's stamina, but not actually like heal his damage. Yeah. I did not come up with that. That was on like the research I did. I was wondering why he was scarred. I was like, that's weird. Because well, he... Because there was no way to... He just put some hydrogen peroxide and called it a day. Yeah, he put some Neosporin, like a little Band-Aid. I guess because Pokemon don't really get sick. God forbid your Pokemon eats something. (laughs) And you're just like, well, I guess you gotta die, bud. Because there's no doctor for you in this town. Well, I'm sure there are Pokemon doctors. I just don't think that since the Pokemon battling is illegal, you'd be able to take in like a obviously very physically damaged Pokemon, and they'd be like, hey, how'd your Pokemon get hurt like this in a legal way? And you just have to be like, he got, he got hurt. He fell down the stairs. <laughs> he has wings. He's like smoking. He fell down the stairs twice. <laughs> Broke one wing on each go. So they... But he can't use his powers. Pikachu goes to use his powers, he can't do it. He's nervous. He's nervous. He's a, he has performance anxiety. They make that joke like three times. <laughs> He's poop shy. <laughs> yes that one <laughs> the arena is raided by police yes they get arrested question mark yeah they and then he's brought to the same cop who told him his dad was dead he's like hey i'm pretty sure my dad is dead and then ken watanabe goes no he is and then just shows him footage um, of the car footage crash. he goes i was hoping i'd never show this to you <laughs> so this was a consideration at one point mm-hmm. Uh, shows him the car crash, which convinces him for some reason. I don't know if Tim's never seen a car crash. <laughs> he was like, see? And Couldn't Tim was it. like, you got you got me. He's like, no one could survive that. The Pikachu's right next to him. But he's <laughs> like, you know what? You got you have a point, Ken. I don't think I think you're right. So then he's like bummed out. And then they get contacted by Bill Nye. Yes. His character's name is Howard Clifford, but that's a boring name, so I'm just gonna keep calling him Bill Nye. Um, cause the I science enjoy, guy he. Because I enjoy Bill Nye and things. I literally don't know how they afforded to have Bill Nye in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. They had so much money. They had to cut a Pokemon to include him. <laughs> they cut Sobble so that Bill Nye could be there. Yes, I know that Sobble came out like months before this movie was released. They still should have added him. Sobble walked so Bill Nye he could run. Yeah. We will not forget Sobble's sacrifices here. <laughs> I hate Sobble so much. He is a martyr. They go to talk to Bill Nye, and he basically tells them this whole plan of they've genetically engineered a Mewtwo. Right. He's like, my son's a dick. Yeah. This is my son's fault. Yeah. They're like, oh, Roger sucks. Yeah, Roger Clifford. He's, he's the one making this Argus. Right. And basically he's like, oh, like, we made a Mewtwo. Yeah. Which comes from... Mew. Mew. Which is that, and yeah, so they were basically genetically engineered in Mewtwo, which is uh, it's how Mewtwo is made. It's obviously a different origin than what's in the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but they created this Mewtwo hoping to harness like its powers because Mew is the creator of all Pokemon. Uh, have you seen what Mew looks like? Does he not just look like Mewtwo? No, we'll look him up. 
He's just a little. Oh, he's cute. He's just a little little mouse. He's just a little guy with a tail. He's adorable, <laughs> but he is the foundation of all Pokemon. Okay, so the, okay, so here's my thing. Mew is adorable. Mm-hmm. Small, pink, cute. Why does Mewtwo have such thick, thunderous thighs? He's an abomination. <laughs> and in this 3D animated format, yes. they're even thicker yes. and more pronounced. I think that was a Bill choice. I think that uh, Bill Nye create or his character wanted the thick thighs. Did he tell Rita Ora? To make him like that. Did Rita Ora die? I think so. Yeah. Rita, Rita Ora made... was like the main scientist behind it. Look. Creating life. Look, guys, I... I'm upset that Rita Ora got to be in this movie. Mewtwo I... then breaks out. I really don't want this podcast to be an anti-Rita Ora podcast. But I need you to know that she came on screen and I got sad. She did nothing wrong. Rita Ora did not hurt us specifically. No, but she did get to live... My dreams. And mine, which is yeah. being in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> the Mewtwo escaped, and they're like, this thing's on the run. Uh, it killed your dad. We need to figure out how to get that thing back. Mm-hmm. They go on a journey. The girl from Freaky is also there. She's um, a journalist. Catherine Newton um, plays... She has her little Psyduck. Plays Lucy. this little Manic Pixie Dream girl of a reporter. Yeah. Who she's not like that annoying, but she's a little bit. She's annoying. pretty annoying. She's she's not not annoying, um, but she does have a Psyduck, mm-hmm. who seems just like a liability to have around. She probably is responsible for an entire Pokemon insurance agency being <laughs> in business. This Psyduck is so stressed, and he just fucking explodes. Why don't they put like a hood on him or anything? Psyduck. But yes, yeah, so that is a characteristic of Psyduck that he just is stressed. All he the time. has a headache at all times. What a hellish existence to be that Psyduck. <laughs> So they travel to the abandoned genetics lab. Yeah. They find all this footage. They're of- like, look at all those signs. We can't go in here. They're like four signs. <laughs> I have seen a gate exactly like that and gone in there. There's so many Greninjas in this. <laughs> and then in this <laughs> movie, you learned lab. what Greninja is, which is that it is a, fr- a frog man <laughs> who is a ninja and wears his own tongue as a scar. I'm so upset by that. Yes. I don't like Greninja. They don't have clothes. Why is... What? <laughs> they don't have clothes in this in this thing. So, like, Mr. Mime's outfit That's his... is entirely flesh. Skin. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... <sighs> I don't know why they picked Greninja. Neither do I. I don't like... When did this come out? 2019. 2019. Do you know what the most, like, re- the most recent release was the... Sample? It would have been, it would have been Sword, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Uh, well, Greninja was also in about Greninja. Greninja was in Smash Ultimate, so maybe they were like people just like Greninja. People just like Greninja. I mean, it, it's one of the um, the evolutions of one of the three starters. Oh, the I believe the water grass. Oh, I'm dying right now. <laughs> um, Greninja evolves from Froakie. Yeah, oh. is that a frog? Yeah, he is a frog. <laughs> um, and that is from X and Y. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I recognized him. They didn't include either of the other two, though, which is interesting. There was no uh, Fennekin, which was just a little Firefox. Oh, it was probably it was probably licensed. They couldn't put it in. Firefox. <laughs> about it. Um, they did include all three of the original starters, which is uh, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. Yeah. Squirtle's a firefighter. Cool for him. Um, yeah. And the Bulbasaur's made me cry. The Bulbasaur's are so goddamn cute. Basically, 
Pikachu gets hurt in this battle, also yeah. where they're on a like rocky cliffside, and it turns out that they're <laughs> turtles. Yeah, let's clarify. It's not a battle. They, they go to escape. They go outside. Turns out they're on the backs of uh, of turtles. Yeah, the uh, Torteras, turtle, and then Terra. Tortoise, actually, they're Earth, tortoises. Earth to be tortoise. Fair. Earth tortoise. And he gets hit with a rock, <laughs> and that's why he dies. Because. Because I have a theory on this, which is that ground is super effective on electric. So it's feasible that that would happen. It's still very funny. (laughs) But he's so hurt. Because he's also not hit by a rock. They make a point that it is like a clump clump of of mud. (laughs) Which is different because there's ground and rock Pokemon. Right. Ground is super effective. Right. Um, Um, right And so... uh... Tim is like, oh, my Pikachu is hurt. Somebody help. And then just so many Bulbasaurs come out of the woodwork and they're all so small and they lead him to this little rocky glen where Mewtwo comes and heals Pikachu but then also brings them to back to Harry. Yes. Not Harry. Wait. Howard, sorry. Howard. Yeah, he's like, you brought the sun. And you're like, oh my god, the Pikachu betrayed him. And then... All of a sudden, the things come out, capture the Mewtwo. He's like, he's like screaming. That yeah, that thing. Mewtwo is not happy. It's probably in pain always. Uh, gets <laughs> his entire out. existence is not, he's like a, it's like a pug. Yeah. Like his existence is not normal. They could have made, you know, they made him, they could have made him a little smaller so he fed more comfortably in that capsule. <laughs> but no, they were like dicks about it. And then in, a la Chippendale Rescue Rangers, our main characters have a fight and go separate ways. Yeah, because Pikachu thinks that he was responsible for betraying Harry because yes. he doesn't remember anything that happened. Right, right. Pikachu does not remember anything from before he met Tim. Yes. Because he literally looked in his little deerstalker cap and it had Tim's address, Harry, yes. like Tim's dad's address, which is also Tim's. And then that's where the movie starts. And so he doesn't trust himself anymore. So he leaves Tim. He gets all sad. He does a little walk. He does a walk where he <laughs> sings the original theme song, which means I am to believe that that... Either, either that Pikachu just, Ryan Reynolds just spat bars, <laughs> or the show exists in this world. My, I, I think there's a third option, that the song exists in a different context in this yeah. world, not in, like, the Pokemon show. Maybe, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Maybe that was the song they wrote to promote human Pokemon peace. Or, like, Pika po- Poke of Pika Balls. <laughs> like Pokeballs? <laughs> it is really weird to have it taking place in this like capsule of like, we don't know what the rest of the world is like. Right. I have no idea how other people feel about Pokemon or what they're doing. And then once they're back with Bill Nye, the science guy, Bill Nye explains that Mewtwo is fusing humans with their Pokemon. Yes. But only if the Pokemon is in a crazed state. Which is what the art asks. Thus, the R. Yes. And Which is a stupid plot, very in line with Pokemon. Right. That is incredible. Again, I think that's the plot of the original Detective Pikachu yes, it game. Is, it is, they're big on every game. There is a team blank, like Team Rocket, um, team something, that is trying to literally destroy the world, <laughs> but in the dumbest ways possible. And so, for some reason... I understand why Bill Nye wants this for himself because his human body does not work. He likes the idea of like having a Pokemon body. I don't fully understand why he needs world domination with this because his motivation is like 
oh, I'm in this wheelchair, my human body failed me. I can now put myself in this genetically engineered perfect Mewtwo body. Right. How does it benefit him for Lucy to merge with her Psyduck? Well, I guess he's he would then world domination. Do we? He's in. I mean, he's he's evil. Do we ever see what Lucy and Psyduck split? Yes. Like, do we see Lucy after we, they? We see them split, and she hugs Psyduck and goes, "Let's never do that again." Okay. Cool. 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 I miss that part and so just for a second right now i was like are they stuck like that are they that? still like that because what what bill nye does is there's this big macy's thanksgiving day parade in yes. rhyme city yes with all these little pokemon balloons big pokemon and balloons. all of them are filled with our gas so Which, we're also assuming... i gasped i was like oh my god i forgot about that that was crazy that so was... we're all just also saying that our gas has helium-like properties. Yes, I think so. It is not a heavy gas. It will lead Even though we have, I think, previously seen it, absolutely like mm-hmm. It's a magic gas, <laughs> doing whatever. Maybe it's mixed with helium. Oh, yeah, maybe. We don't know that. We maybe. Don't, we don't know these. Maybe Rita Ora was, like, really kind of figuring out. Or maybe each, maybe the balloons have different compartments in them. <laughs> There's an outer layer that's, like, the helium, and then, like, the yeah, inner yeah, layer yeah, yeah. that's R. And so they pop the giant balloons. Our which starts... was weird. I was like, well, isn't that going to make it worse popping those? Because <laughs> the idea was that the balloons, so the balloons release the Argas and yeah. start combining with the Pokemon, and then Pikachu shows up and starts just slashing them. And I'm like, well, doesn't this doesn't this exacerbate the problem? Look, he's not smart. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a detective. Um, <laughs> he's not smart. He's, he's just a detective. a detective. With his little hat. His little hat. He finally does what I had been expecting him to do in the battle with Charizard, which is rubs his cheeks, because that's where Pikachu keeps his electricity. <laughs> and he decides to do a volt tackle. Dwayne's just rubbing her cheeks. There's no electricity there. Um, oh. He does a volt tackle, which is a move that uh, damages the Pokemon who does it. Mm-hmm. That's why he was so reluctant to do it, because he was like, if I do that, I'm going to get hurt. I should just use like Thunderbolt, where it's the same thing, but I don't get hurt. Now, he was like, this is the best move I have. I disagree with him. I think he could have probably used the non-suicidal moves, but I can't... I don't know him or his story. Um, but yeah, I was like, this is not this is not the most strategic way to go about this. So there, he's fighting Mewtwo, and then Tim discovers that Roger, Bill Nye's son, that yes. he was putting all the blame on, is a ditto. <laughs> Yeah. So Bill Nye, we forgot to mention this, also just has a ditto that can morph into literally humans. anything. Can morph into humans and also can morph into other Pokemon and yes. almost Kirby-like have that Pokemon's powers. Yeah, that's how ditto works, yeah. That feels way overpowered. Well, it, it is and it isn't because it's worse. <laughs> First of all, it's generally worse. And second of all, Pokemon are generally not effective against themselves. Okay. So if you're battling a ditto, it's not like worth having a ditto on your team. They kind of suck. I want to know why he didn't just become a ditto. The ditto? No, Howard. Why didn't he? Just <laughs> be a, why didn't he just be a ditto? <laughs> he just be wear, anything. And just wear glasses everywhere. Yeah, that's the other thing is that the human dittos keep their ditto eyes, eyes. which is what it does when it's a Pokemon too. And, and so, eyes. at one point, Suki Waterhouse, who is, like, Howard's little assistant, who's also a ditto... Never speaks. ...takes off her sunglasses and just has the beadiest little... Little whole eyes. Beadiest little eyes. 
And is that when he falls back and like hits the closet and it turns out this guy has just had his son tied up in the closet. Yes. In the closet this whole time. Um, They defeat Clifford by just taking his little headset off his head. Which took way too long for them to figure out. Uh, Which he also dead ass tries to murder Tim. Like Tim is dangling off the edge of the building and he is about to murder this child he's, he's about to mufasa this this kid. teenage child yeah so he just like hits him and pikachu sees it somehow it's related and then clifford's son comes and grabs him from the edge and then mewtwo gives us a little deus ex machina separates all yes. of the pokemon from their humans mm-hmm. and then also explains that when harry was wounded in this car crash the Pikachu volunteered to fuse their consciousness. To give his body. And so Pikachu has been Tim's dad this whole time, but Mewtwo is able to separate them and they're both fully healthy. Well, Mewtwo mentions that he took the body. He just has a Ryan Reynolds he corpse that. He makes in a, his he, closet. Clearly, they don't show him carrying it away because that would have been kind of scary. But no, he specifically says, like, your Pikachu, which he's talking to, like, the combined consciousness of them. I'm not sure. The Pikachu's going to take on your soul, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take your body um, until we're able to put you back. And this is so you can live. So Ryan Reynolds is <laughs> unconscious somewhere, <laughs> I guess. So he's then, like, I got to do that part now. Then they separate it, and then we see Ryan Reynolds come out with his little Pikachu, which still wears the hat. Oh yeah, which is important to me <laughs> that the hat was not an addition of the person in the Pikachu body. The hat was always for the Pikachu. Uh, Harry just liked his no, Pikachu. Harry doesn't stylish. have a matching hat. No, but Harry's in the like old detective movies, so Harry probably sounds like the worst cop in the world. I can't imagine if you were like, man, I my my daughter was murdered, and this motherfucker shows up with his Pikachu and his little houndstooth hat, and is like, don't worry, ma'am, we're gonna solve the case. And then uh, Tim, instead of going to live with his grandmother, decides to stay in Rem City yes. to be a detective and spend time with. It. Does Tim just become a cop? Yes, I think he says he's gonna co- become a cop. Is he is he canonically nineteen? Is this copaganda? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because to be fair, it also, though, is very anti-capitalist. I guess. Yeah. Um, which, actually, I do think this is a good segue. Mm. I'm going to pull my minigame. Uh, the, the end of the movie is a good segue to the minigame? Well, because we're talking a lot about detectives. Ooh! Um, so I, my minigame, this movie is called Detective Pikachu, right? Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes. I am going to list and show you, if you need photo evidence, a bunch of famous detectives from film and TV history. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell me... Who they are? Well, no. Just what... This isn't like a game. This Uh, is more just me being curious. Tell tell me what Pokemon, if they had a Pokemon partner, what their partner would be. I'm pumped. All right, cool. (laughs) I know. I, I didn't want it to be like a... Like a bad game. Just another one where we're making fun of me for not being able to identify celebrities on an audio I, podcast. No, you would not recognize any of these. No. Except for maybe Sherlock Holmes if I showed you Benedict Cumberbatch. Only. And even then I'd probably forget that was So him. let's go ahead and start with the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes. Did you watch Sherlock? No. 
Um, he's autistic. <laughs> okay. Here, I'll, I'll even bring up a little picture for you so you can see this Sherlock Holmes. I will pull up my Pokedex, <laughs> which I've had open on my computer and phone for a while. So that is the, ben- you know what Benedict Cumberbatch looks he's like. So he's He's the Benedict he Cumberbatch like Sherlock. He's the doctor. He... <laughs> He, he kind of is the good doctor. He has his little mind palace that he goes in to solve crimes. He's so cute. Oh. Yeah, that's where the deerstalker hat I actually, comes in. so I think he would just have Pikachu with that hat You think on. he'd also be the Pikachu? I think that- He's uh, very I think in this angular. world, there's no Holmes. And it's just Sherlock and Pikachu. <laughs> Holmes never exists. Am I- What? Holmes is the guy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Surname. You I'm just sorry. fully took away I'm his surname. Sorry, I got distracted by how cute Benedict Cumberbatch is. <laughs> um, so you you think? No, that... no, no, no. I think he'd have like an Eevee, probably something cute. Something really, something cute to have like his little soft side, like a little fluffy thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock would have an Eevee. I'm gonna say an Eevee. Yeah. Okay. Next. I literally have um, just a list of famous cops and detectives from Tumblr TV. And you can't say Scooby-Doo. Okay. Velma from Scooby-Doo. Velma from Scooby-Doo would have a... Um, Sobble's a good choice for that one. <laughs> um, or uh, a Blip Bug, which is the Pokemon that I caught, which becomes, if you look it up, it's Blip Bug. Okay. It's just a little caterpillar with giant glasses on. Oh, they would have matching glasses. Yeah, I think that she would have a glassed Pokemon. Um, so I'm gonna immediately go with that one. Okay. Scooby-Doo is not a Pokemon. I know, but I, I thought you'd be like, well, she already has a, she already has a pet. I'm sorry, that is Shaggy's pet. We all know this. What about Magnum P.I.? I'm showing Natalie a picture of Magnum P.I. Have you ever seen this man before in your life? I have seen this man. Is that Tom Selleck? That is Tom Selleck. I recognize him from From Friends. Meet the Robinsons? Oh. How would I have recognized his face? Because they show his face. They're like, oh, my oh. dad looks like Tom Selleck. And then they show a picture of Tom Selleck. And then Tom the Selleck? dad is voiced by Tom Selleck. Oh my God. So they did what the Pikachu thing did. It's kind of great. I love Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> he would have, I think, a... he Is he the one on a boat a lot? Yes. Okay, so then he can't have a fire Pokemon. I was gonna give him a fire Pokemon because of the red, but no, he would have a water Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he'd have like a Squirtle. I think Squirtle's too like fucking cute for that. Um, I think I'm giving him a Magic Guard. He has a Magic Guard. <laughs> not not the evolve like not a Gyarados. Not a Gyarados. No, no. I think that it's the kind of show where they would need an incompetent partner. He's like the Hey Hey in Moana. Yes, where he just kind of sits there. Yeah. But messes with things. Right. Not Pua, who just vanishes. Olivia Benson. Law and Order SVU. Dark Pokemon world. <laughs> uh, definitely a psychic Pokemon. Um, let's see. I don't think she would have something, like, calming, even though that probably would make the most sense in her line of work to have, like, a emotional support partner. Oh, actually, maybe she would have a... Um... Does she like cats? You're the one who's watched SVU. I really dude. am the master of both of these. Well, you know what? When you watch SVU, her preference of animals doesn't really come up in the plots, which is fair. Um, <laughs> in this episode, they're doing no crime. They're just, they're just all talking about their pets. <laughs> Raphael Barba is a lizard guy. <laughs> Jigglypuff. Olivia Benson has a Jigglypuff? Yeah. What about Raphael Barba? <laughs> he has my heart. <laughs> 
He has my heart, body, and soul forever. And then finally, Clarice Starling from The Silence of the Lambs. Oh. She's the one Jodie Foster. She's Jodie Foster. She's like Mm -hmm. training at Quantico. She's an FBI agent. Uh, She would have a Hulu. Really? Well, that's the whole thing is cheap, so. At the FBI? No, no, her thing. Silence of the Lambs? (laughs) Well, no, no. I don't think the FBI loves sheep. That took me far too long. I think she would have a Lulu. To grasp. Okay. Uh, and then the plot of the movie would never happen. Because right. she would have resolved her trauma about it, regardless. Right. I don't like, think you know what the Silence of the Lips is Well, the, the whole thing is he's like, I know what it is like that haunts you or whatever. And she's like, I saw a lamb like, get butchered. And she's like, yes. Yeah. The fact that I don't actively have a sheep with me. <laughs> you know, if I only had a sheep with me. He's a serial killer. He's like, oh, I've seen death in lambs getting slaughtered for meat, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna put a vegetarian propaganda movie, that one. It was made by PETA. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my minigame. I love that. <laughs> Jigglypuff makes the briefest appearance. I do have a list of the Pokemon that showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same pretty much like five Pokemon were in the city itself. Mm-hmm. Everyone had the little fire dog, Growlithe. Was, and it's an evolution Arcanine, which looks like a larger Growlithe. Which I think work as their like, police dogs. I think I read yeah. something that said, like, because... Even the- though they're a much better dog Pokemon to do that way. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I am literally shocked that there were no Ponytas. Well, where would they have been? I don't know. I just wanted one. Um, I, I also would have loved one. I would have loved to see the Eevee evolve. But I didn't. They had an Eevee, and they cut away and cut back. And I'm furious, because they did <laughs> not have the money to do an animation uh, for evolution. Um, they spent it all on, oh, this is something I forgot to mention, the marketing for this movie. Do they, you remember? They didn't need marketing. Do you remember the marketing for this movie? Like, a week before the movie came out. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, no. That was a weird <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> so on May 7th, 2019, uh-huh. which I think was like literally three days before the movie came out, mm-hmm. a YouTube video was uploaded saying that it was a bootleg recording of the film. Do you remember this? Vaguely. It was it was a YouTube channel called Inspector Pikachu, and it uploaded an hour and 45-minute long video. And it was saying, just a Pikachu in it or something? Saying like? it was a bootleg recording of the film. The opening minute was, like, the production logo sequences and, like, a quick clip from, like, the trailer of Tim. And then it was, like, an hour and a half of Pikachu performing aerobics to an upbeat 1980s-inspired synthwave tune. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, my God, it was incredible. (laughs) And Ryan Reynolds, like, retweeted it and, like, tagged... I think it was probably his idea. And, like, tagged Warner Brothers and was like, oh, my God, guys, like, the bootleg, like, the movie's been released. You know how you do on Twitter when you find a bootleg? You, like, (laughs) immediately tweet the company. And it got 4.2 million views in less than a day. That's not enough, honestly. (laughs) And honestly incredible social media marketing. I wish I, is that video still up? Let me check. I want to play that while I, well, I guess I don't study anymore, but it'd be <laughs> nice to like do some work with just a robots Pikachu in the background. It's such a good animation. <laughs> like somebody animated this. That thing probably cost more than the entirety of what we did in the shadows. <laughs> and it goes on for an hour and 45 minutes. I wish the movie was just that. I would have watched <laughs> it all the same. 
Um, oh, so Sneevel is a weirdly popular one in the city, which is that it's the little, it has like a little feather. It has like pink feather on his head and it has claws. They were everywhere. Cool. I, I don't know why people like those so much. Chimchars were, uh, not Chimchars, sorry, I take that back. Apom were around this thing like a motherfucker. Well, Apom were like the first Pokemon we saw with the Argas, like go right. absolutely fucking Which is shit. horrifying, by the way. It was so scary. Um, I don't know why this this city just has so many wild monkeys. It doesn't. Sorry, now I'm thinking about Sobble. Stop. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other like two that we see. The reporter has an Audino, which is like the only time we see that Pokemon. She just for some reason has her own unique Pokemon. The reporter at the end that she steals like the ID from. Right. Um, We see an artillery cooking. I'm assuming takoyaki. You see a little octopus chef. Um, there's some purloins, which is like one of the cat Pokemon. That's the one that walks on two legs for some reason, only in Sword and Shield. Ugh. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> she heard cat. She heard cat Pokemon and she came. Are you a cat Pokemon? The Loudred are the speakers, which is fun. Were there any Meowths? No. It kind of surprises me. I probably because they didn't know what to do with it. I guess. Meowth is an interesting one because it's it's because Meowth as a character mm-hmm. is so um, eponymous with the thing. Evil? Well, yeah. Oh, well. Because well, isn't he owned by? He is owned by Team Rocket. Yeah. He's actually a member of Team Rocket because he can speak. Um, one that would probably muck up the the whole thing if they were to include the actual Meowth that would have caused too many issues. Okay. But seeing a wild Meowth when you're so used to seeing the one that a tamed Meowth, yeah. Probably would have been weird. True. So I, I that makes sense to me a little that they did that. There's a random one that's just a big ring that looks like um which maybe it wasn't Pokémon, maybe it was just like the actual you know the Ring-Con? You put the joy you put the Joy-Cons for um uh switch on a like little ring. It's almost like the one that they had for Mario, for Mario Kart, Kart. For yeah. MD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a, a hollow ring, and you just stick your remotes on it. I looked like one of those. Yeah. Maybe it was a Rotom, which is the Pokemon that just becomes household appliances. <laughs> Fafu, speak. Good girl. <laughs> There's just so much about this movie. Um, I, have, I, I want you to know that I have open right now on my computer. It is called Document 3. I didn't name it or save it. Right. It is just, uh, I use the dark version of Microsoft Word. So Mm -hmm. it's just a black screen with like white text on it. It's just a page and a half of Pokemon. Which actually, if I check, I got 53. Okay, so you honestly probably saw most of them. I got 53. There was one I saw that I knew I did not recognize. Um, When they did that kind of like coming off the train Zootopia scene. <laughs> For some reason. Did I actually... I don't think I put Pikachu on this. <laughs> I don't think I counted Pikachu as a Pokemon, we say. I need you to know that... Hey, I can add that. I got 54. This movie was shot on traditional film. And this what? fact has haunted me. Why? For the past... <laughs> because he wanted it to look more realistic, I guess. Like that, that, that was his words is that he, instead of shooting it digital, he shot it on traditional film because it helps it look more realistic, which is fascinating to me because 
it ended up being so CG'd. But I mean, it did look pretty. The cinematographer of this film has been nominated for an Academy Award for Best Cinematography because he worked on Gladiator. And this. And he worked on, like, the Phantom of the Opera. He worked on... All equal to this movie. <laughs> and he did Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But he's worked a lot with Ridley Scott. And huh? then he just did... Okay, and Ridley Scott, Scott is the director. Yes. The male director. Yes. And is not Alice Ripley or the character Ripley from Alien. Yes. Did Ridley Scott have anything to do with Alien? He directed Alien. So you tell me there's a movie directed by Ridley Scott, who I have thought was a woman up until like last year, with a character named Ripley... And the woman playing the character is named Alice Ripley. She's not. Is that not her? No, Alice Ripley was on Broadway and Next to Normal. Oh, well, then I'm just wrong. <laughs> That's Sigourney Weaver. I was about to say Jodie Foster again. Okay. Well, so I'm seeing some things. I- I'm noticing some mistakes I've made. I, this is something that haunts me almost every day of my life is this conversation the, the this exact one because you texted me about two years ago mm-hmm. and said is ridley did ridley scott both star in and direct yes, that's i thought that ridley scott played ripley alien and was a woman who looked like sigourney weaver <laughs> i very recently and realized, i've never known pieces that woman. i recently realized scarlett o'hara was a character and not a person I, for some reason, have been like, sounds like a person. I mean, it's, what is she? A character. She's just a normal lady. Right? So. I'm just gonna let you keep talking. I'm pretty much close. I'm gonna let you keep digging a hole. Ah, look, I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I know this about myself. Um, <laughs> I am super excited for my minigame. Okay. Which we're probably going to have to cut this weirdly and put not our mini games, but at the very end of the movie I description. Think I think it's perfect. Oh, it's perfect? Never mm-hmm. mind. So I'm sharing a document with you. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. You, did you get it? Yes. Okay. I changed my, I changed it. Originally, I wanted to do Pokemon and try to make you identify which one's not a Pokemon. Okay. But I realized that that's completely uninteresting to listen to. So, what I have here is a set of Pokemon. I believe there are 18. Uh, And I have Pokedex entries, which are written in the game, about these Pokemon. I'm going to read them to you. Oh, fuck. And for each entry, I want you to tell me which one you think it is. And you have your little cursor there so you can just indicate which one you're talking about. And I don't have to, like, guess which one you're saying when you go that one. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) Picking a random one, go. So you're telling me this top middle one is a real Pokemon? Yes, it is. That is a Mimikyu. <laughs> uh, the Pokemon itself is just the eyes at the bottom. I love him. Once a year, this Pokemon molts and its shed shell returns to the soil. This process creates enriched soil, so farmers collect the shells. Okay. So it's something that can shed s- some outer layer mm-hmm. to the soil. Yes. Is it this... Mm. It feels too easy. But it looks the most like it would go into the soil and it has a shell. I'm going to say it's this 
a little tr- tree demon. It is not. Fuck. Okay. Um. Oh, is it this little bug guy? No. Damn it. Um. <laughs> that is the description for this rock Pokemon at the bottom, Gollum. This one? The one I currently am on, yes. That is that one's Pokemon description. <gasps> Next one. Its brain cells multiply continually until it dies. As a result, it remembers everything. Okay. Oh, actually, I have another one for that. I have two for this one. Okay. Uh, blank, the Pokemon's mm-hmm. name, brain, continually grows, making its head far too heavy to support with its neck. This Pokemon holds its head up using its psychokinetic power instead. Is that not Psyduck? It is not Psyduck. Okay. Um, okay, which one of these looks like its head is too, too heavy for his body? Is it this little gray guy in the second row? That is Bennett. Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> it is not Bennett. <laughs> this guy has a pretty big head. That is Metatite. Okay. No. Fucking hell. That is a description for Alakazam, which is the one at the bottom holding the spoons. Holding the spoons? Yeah. Do you see him holding spoons? This guy? Him. <gasps> Why does spoons? he have spoons? Uh, good. I'm so glad you asked, because that is also mentioned. Um, I thought it'd be too easy to give you the spoons thing. <laughs> I don't know why. His head doesn't even look that big. It's just full of secrets? No, that's what I thought. That's why I'm confused. His head looks pretty proportional. But yeah. No, the spoons are made out of something special. I don't have it pulled up on me, but... I actually think, so in the game, you have to give it the spoons for it to evolve into this Pokemon. <laughs> Because it originally has no spoons. I think its middle one has a spoon, and then it has two spoons. That is uh, Alakazam. Okay. Uh, next one is, a pair may be seen rubbing their cheek pouches together in an effort to share stored electricity. I did mean to put Pikachu on here. It is not Pikachu, though. Right. So this this Pokemon share, like, rubs its cheeks with other of the same Pokemon. Yes. Is it the one... Is is it is it this guy the one that kind of looks like a Pikachu, but like if he's wearing like a Pikachu costume? That is Mimikyu. Mm-hmm. That is the name. No. Okay. Um, so I need something else that looks kind of electric. Yep. Um, also has. <coughs> Bless you. Cheeks. <laughs> Are these face cheeks? I I can't tell you. I can only tell you the Pokedex entry. Are they rubbing their butt cheeks together? <laughs> Um, is it the little garlic-headed guy at the bottom? Where? Him? No, that's Meditite again, no. Well, I, at some point it's going to be Meditite. It is at some point going to be Meditite. This is a description of Pachirisu, which is the squirrel at the top of the bottom page. That I was going to guess that. Yes, that is Pachirisu. The, the blue one? Yeah, who is apparently a member of the Pikachu genus family. I was, that was going to be my next I love guess. a good Pachirisu. Next I'm bad one. at this. Hmm? I'm bad at this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does it <laughs> say something about you, or does it say something about Pokemon tonight? I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> should you feel yourself attacked by a sudden chill, it is evidence of an approaching mm-hmm. blank. There is no escaping it. Give up. <laughs> that is the entry. Is it the Mimikyu? No. Damn it! <laughs> um... This 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 little haunted guy in the middle of the first page. The one that you're on right now, Bennett? Yeah. yeah. No. Fucking hell. Well, it's not going to be the super cute panda. 
It's not. Okay. I promise it is not. I was like, uh, beware. That, that would be heartbreaking if that one was so. Oh, is it? Um, I should know this one's name. You should. Is it that one? It is. That's Gengar. Gengar. <laughs> that is the Pokemon Sun entry for Gengar. He does look pretty evil. <laughs> All right. Next up, its tongue is just like a human's. These get progressively worse. Okay. As a result, it can cleverly mimic human speech. Ew. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, so this is a Pokemon with a human tongue. I'm going to say it's this little pumpkin guy. It is not that pumpkin guy. I'm going to say... Which I'm going to look up real quick to remember what that pumpkin guy's name is. It's the... Be- ben... Beta... Ben... Betai? But... What's, no, no, no. What? what's the gray one? Bennett. Bennett. Oh, sorry. The pumpkin guy is called Gorgeist. <laughs> like a gourd, <laughs> and it's also a geist. <laughs> no. So the fucking flytrap thing? Where? No. no. What do you mean where? The one that looks like a flytrap. <laughs> There's not multiple Carnivine? <laughs> what if you're a human carnivine? See, those are the ones that I would be most comfortable with having a human tongue. Right? Wouldn't you <laughs> think that? This is the description of that little bird with the music note head. That is the description. Uh... <laughs> that bird has a human tongue. <laughs> yes, apparently. I don't know. That is Chatot, the music Pokemon. That doesn't make it better. That is the description from Pokemon Platinum of Chatot. You have gotten, I'm going to count Gengar, because that's the only one where in your multiple guesses you've gotten <laughs> one. Next one is... <laughs> okay. Using the spikes on its rear end. Okay. Blank peels the bark off trees and feeds on the sap that oozes out. This Pokemon's feet are tipped with suction pads that allow it to cling to glass without slipping. It has to be this fucking caterpillar one. It is the fucking caterpillar. Yes, that is- Thank fucking God. That is actually Wurmple. There is no other one that has spikes on its ass. Yeah, good. You know what? I had to throw a couple in there. (laughs) He's cute. I like him. He is. He's fine. He evolves into, uh, I think, no. He evolves, I think, into the moth. Mm. Evolves to Silcoon or Cascoon? This is so long ago. Um, Deathstalks or uh, Butterfly. Next one. This Pokemon is troubled by constant headaches. It's Psyduck. It is Psyduck. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That could have verily, like... You could have very easily pulled Said that no. from a different, yeah. like it's a single sentence out of context in a different Pokedex. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Um, Psyduck. This is one that I forgot to put the image on, but I just want you to hear it. After a woman met her end on a snowy mountain, her regrets lingered on. From them, this Pokemon was born. Its favorite food is human souls. That is the Pokemon sword description of Frostlass. Frostlass? Frostlass. Ah! Yeah. The other description of it is that it freezes people uh, and brings it up to its lair as decoration. What the fuck? Next one. Its (laughs) actual appearance is unknown. A scholar who saw what was under its rag was overwhelmed by terror and died from the shock. Mimikyu. That is Mimikyu. Okay. Because he sure is under a sack. He sure is. I like him. He's cute. He is cute. He is cute. He does not. He's not. He's not treated well. 
It's a stuffed toy that was thrown away and became possessed, ever searching for the one who threw it away so it can exact its revenge. Is that the bear? No. Really? Yes, not the bear. None of the rest of these look like a stuffed animal. Is it the monkey? Where? The monkey at the bottom? No. That's Apom. Oh. Stuffed a- Oh, is it this little floaty guy? Um, at the- That has, like, the heart tendrils? Mm-hmm. What? Nope. That is, uh, Jerflin. Okay. <laughs> nope, this is the, uh, scary little- That guy, Bonnet, in the corner. That's a stuffed animal? The mouth is a zipper. And if you open the zipper on his mouth, all the darkness escapes. Next one. This is for children. <laughs> Next one. This Pokemon has the habit of hugging its companions. Many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug. I'm sorry, can you read that one more time? This Pokemon has the habit of hugging its companions. Many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug. Um... Is that the bear? It is. Oh, he just hugs too hard. That is Beware, who is, according to that, what I just read was the Pokemon Moon uh, entry. According to Pokemon Ultra Moon, is the most dangerous Pokemon. I love him. <laughs> He'll snap your spine. He's my new best friend. It walks around on its tentacles <laughs> in search of a tree branch where it can dangle down and ambush prey. Um, this little flytrap guy. Yes, that is Carnivine. First of all, walks. <laughs> and also, that's not how a Venus flytrap works. <laughs> it stands in front of a mirror. Is that it? Uh, that's it. Um, and has horrible body dysmorphia. It stands in front of a mirror trying to fix its broken neck as if its life depended on it. It has a hard time getting it right, so it's crying inside. What? It's broken neck? Mm-hmm. All right, which one of these looks like he's crying inside? Um, I'm going to go with little tree guy. No. He looks like he'd be crying inside. He does look like he'd be crying inside. Is it? I've only got so many left. Yeah, I know. But you also, I don't think, can remember which ones we've already done. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay. I can. Um, I feel like this guy looks too happy. Little pumpkin guy looks too happy to be crying inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's Mr. Um, Leek. Yes, it's not Mr. Leek. Um... Is it Mr. Floaty Hearts? With it is not cloud Mr. Hat? It is not Drifloon with the, the floaty, heart, floaty Hearts and the Cloud Hat. No. It's not Apom. Is it Apom? It was not Apom. Okay, I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't answer quickly enough. So then it has to be either the bug or the garlic guy. Uh, this is the description of Mimikyu again. Wait! <laughs> this is the description of the broken variant of Mimikyu. There is a unbroken and broken Mimikyu. I did not know this. Where its neck has snapped. What the fuck? <laughs> this one's kind of an easy one, but also just, I just want you to hear. I'm, I'm uh, upset. Okay, wait, here's a good one. Um, these Pokemon are called the signposts for wandering spirits. Children holding them sometimes vanish. Well, it's got to be one of these two that look like fucking Halloween spirits. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm going to say it's the tree one. Fuck, it's the pumpkin one? No, it's the balloon at the bottom right. Oh! It is floaty head with the heart hands. Okay, it drags, yeah. It, I should have gotten that it one. It drags children off to hell. It's a, okay. You know, I bet he didn't mean to. Uh, I think he did mean to. <laughs> it eats just one berry a day. 
By enduring hunger, its spirit is tempered and made sharper. Bad message for children. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm waiting on you. I gave you that. That was I, that was the description. Yeah. Oh! I thought we were still talking about balloon guy. No, no, what's your guess? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the balloon's not eating any berries. <laughs> I thought these were all still... <laughs> oh, oh Mr. Fucking one. Balloon Guy. This is a new one. Okay, so he eats a single berry a day. And the strength, uh, the hunger makes it stronger. Um, Mr. Garlic Guy. Uh, far-fetched? Uh, oh, wait, Garlic Guy. Oh, the one you're on right now? Yeah. Where are you? At the bottom left. Of bottom the first page. left. Yes! <gasps> that it's is Meditite. Meditite! <laughs> uh, yes. He looks like a berry guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. A single berry a day guy. A single guy. berry a day guy? Yeah, that sounds about right. It enwraps its prey in its hair-like arms. It sings joyfully as it observes the suffering of its prey. That's the pumpkin one. That is the Pokemon Y Pokedex entry for Gorgeist. Meaning that is hair. Oh. That's what I that's the main reason I grabbed that one, is because that's so terrifying to me. This is going to probably give it away, but. After a lost child perished in the forest, their spirit possessed a tree stump. Okay. <laughs> causing the spirit's rebirth as this Pokemon. I th did I know that that was the... I feel like I've heard that we story We ran before. into him while I was playing. Oh. That, so yeah, that is... Uh, That's Tree Guy. <laughs> little Tree Guy, whose name I'm not remembering because it's I, I ran as soon as I saw him. Uh, I'll just look up dead child Pokemon. Probably will work. Yep, Phantom. <laughs> phantom. That is Phantom. I think I have one more. It shakes its head back to front, causing its antenna to each hit each other and sound like a xylophone. It's, it's Bug Guy? It is Bug Guy. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's kind of the only one with antenna. Yeah. I don't think Psyduck is making like little antenna xylophone music. I don't know. That was the last one. That would I make his I just turn. put Apol on there for fun. I like his little hand tail. I put Apom on there for fun, and I put Farfetch'd because uh, the Pokedex entry for that is in the anime. Mentions that it's most delicious if you boil it with the leaf it's holding. So you eat those in soup, and thus they now have become uh, endangered because of how many people eat them, because they're very delicious. This game made me sad. This is for children. <laughs> Why are we eating Farfetch'd? I did look up a list of Pokemon that is confirmed we eat. Um, Magikarp do get eaten. I mean, that's fair. They, they don't... And Kingslers. Do much. Eaten. The crab Pokemon, the giant crabs also get eaten. Like, I guess in their Someone defense... Someone said Cherubi gets eaten, and I can't think about that. Cherubi? Yeah. It's just a little cherry guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a little yeah, cherry yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. People eat him. Oh, I mean, he is... It has a face. He is a... They all have faces. You're putting a cherry with a face on it in your mouth. Eat a, a normal cherry. Maybe they don't have normal cherries. They do. Oh. They have cherry berries. <laughs> Spelled with an I. Look, okay? I mainly just wanted someone else to experience that those are actually things in a game. <sighs> My favorite is that that little balloon drags children off to hell. Yeah. Uh, that or the little stump that is a child who died in the forest and possessed a stump. I'm really upset about Mimikyu. The broken neck thing? Yeah. 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 Aww. Other thing is that apparently it, 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 uh, if you lift the rag, you can get a deadly disease. 
um, and that it uh, dresses as Pikachu so it appears less scary. Unfortunately, it only makes it scarier. <laughs> Which is also an entry. So what'd you learn? I What's your takeaway from this movie? <laughs> My takeaway is that I really think this movie would be more enjoyable if I had played a single Pokemon game in my life. But that doesn't, that doesn't make it unenjoyable if you yeah. have no idea what's going on. And... I mean, the Pokemon powers and stuff have very little to do with the plot. It mainly is just, look at the Bulbasaur. <laughs> mainly, look at how soft Ryan Reynolds looks. <laughs> and I mean in his human form. I just want to rub my hands on the little Ryan Reynolds belly in his just, human form. I just the, the dad. dad. <laughs> Give me the dad. No. <laughs> Give me the father. <laughs> um, what did what did you learn from your second rewatch? Um, my takeaway from this is that um, sociopaths are in charge of this property. Um, <laughs> and this movie, with its Pokemon that are rabid and trying to eat people, uh, did not change my mind on that. <laughs> so what happens? Pokemon if- are terrifying. And children should not be allowed to go near it. The the, the, the dead child that possesses Stump should have been given R. I just want to see what would happen. <laughs> just pissed. <laughs> so I want to give R to the one that kidnaps people and uses them as decoration in a frozen lair. <laughs> there is a good amount of Pokemon, which I think it's based off like Japanese. Like folklore? Like folklore. That's still fucking scary. So in your professional opinion, this movie was... A very good Pokemon adaptation. I, in my professional opinion, this was a love letter to Pokemon fans. And like, there, there's nothing it got wrong. Um, I don't, not that I can think of. Uh, the scene with them rolling around on the Torterra was terrible, and like, it looked so bad, and it was the most CG looking CG I've ever seen. And that's saying something, and something that had all the Pokemon that were CG. Uh, but no, I mean, I think it did. I have not played Pokemon Detective Pikachu, so I can't mm. say for a fact whether it was a good adaptation of that. But I think that they made the right choice in what they chose to adapt, because I think it made a lot more sense to do something kind of fringe, yeah, about a Pikachu than if they had tried to do a live action, live action Ash of the anime. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that would have worked. But it would have been like the Death Note. Like live action. I, if they do that, okay, first of all, don't get me started on Death Note live action, which I have to watch because it has Lakeith Stanfield in it. Is he the L? He's the, I think he's, yes, he is, I think, the L. I think he is the lead of the live action Death Note, is Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> from Sorry to he Bother You. He does play L. Uh, and Nat Wolf is Light Yagami. Yes, he is from uh, Sorry to Bother You. He is from Get Out. Mm-hmm. He's a side character in Get Out. And there was another, there was a period in my life where every movie I saw for a year had Lakeith Stanfield in it. Accidentally. Why is Willem Dafoe the voice of Ryuk? <laughs> <laughs> this is also the second um, live action Death Note. Oh, trust me. I know. I went through a Death Note phase Ugh. in seventh grade. Why did you go through a Death Note phase? I pretended to like anime to make friends. Yeah, you wanted to look cool. I had a Ryuk role-playing pretending instagram account like what did you just say to me that's it for this episode (laughs) of stop here we can turn the mics off but we're gonna talk about that in a second i'm sorry what 
Uh, my takeaway from this movie is you never know your best friend because sometimes they apparently have an entire Death Note roleplay Instagram that they never told you about. And this is going for me. I ran Hunger Games games on Facebook, but I'm that kind of person. What is a roleplay Instagram? <laughs> is it you are the, you're him? I, I... <laughs> And then my friend JC had an L, like, account. So you just... are posting as this character. Yeah. And you interact with other people. And commenting people. on other people's stuff as that character. And sorry, who were you again? I was Ryuk the Death God. You were the, you were the demon, you were the devil that also had, like, an Instagram. Did anyone follow it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. When I was a kid, I had webkins and I made them each an email address. That's what this has, that energy. But I was, like, young. How old were you when this happened? Uh, it would have been seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what was that, like 12, 13? That's not terrible. Honestly, it's not a matter of you being too old for it. It's just that... There of course, was, it would happen during seventh grade. There was nothing lamer than the Death Note kids. Every middle school had them. <laughs> they were, unfortunately, the horse girls of middle school. Look. <laughs> Are you the one who played horses and put your friend down? What? No, you're not. Okay, that's someone else. That might be a story I heard from something. No, I was a horse girl in elementary school. Did you play horses or you just liked horses? I just liked horses. I once got bit by a girl who was pretending to be a horse. I was a horse girl in elementary school, an anime like girl in middle school, and beginning of high school. Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Well, beginning of high school, I was a uh, um, Super Hulak girl. Like Super Hulak Tumblr girl. No! You knew this! I did know that. Ah. <laughs> Is that where you wrote gay fanfic? I only wrote one fanfic. One fanfic. And it was for... We have become masters of, of gay and fanfic And it was not recently. for... It was not smutty. It was and not it, smutty. And it was not... No, because I didn't... I didn't ever have no sex. experience. Yeah, I had no. no idea. That was, that was probably the, the worst experience of my life as a kid, was trying to write things where people were kissing, having never been kissed. At age 17, I was trying to figure out what it would be like to make out with someone because I never had. No, I wrote um, Enjolras and Grand Terre, Les Miserables. You did. Fanfiction. Just like soft stuff where they were just like in <laughs> just, love. Like, did hands. they still die? Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh and nod at me. <laughs> no. <laughs> they may have. So did you set it at the end of Les Mis? It might have also, like, like the, the next chapter was, like, them getting back together in heaven or something. In heaven? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I just, I... We have a friend who is famous on Wattpad for writing... A multi-chapter One Direction Filthy One Direction I don't think smut. it's that filthy. Okay, but for... If I had read it as a kid, I'd be like, this is so filthy. <laughs> How old were you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. This this works. You can just cut this in whenever you need to. So when it ever gets too I boring. want people, I want the discussion of the movie to end and people are like, oh, cool, the podcast is over. And then there's still half an hour left. How old were you when you first kissed with Tom? I was 19. You know how old I was when I first kissed were with Tom. Was, it, it was, okay, can you, you can cut in a bleep, bleep it out? Your first kiss with Tom was <laughs> You're so fucking <laughs> Think that's better? You had boyfriends. My eighth grade boyfriend does not count, and I didn't let my junior year boyfriend kiss me because he started calling me his girlfriend without asking me. I have had one boyfriend. Yeah, and I had two since that first guy I kissed with tongue, and they both. Anyway, our next podcast episode's gonna be Midsummer. <laughs>
Delaney's choice, and it's up to you to figure out why. It is a Delaney's choice. It's a mystery why she loves this movie so much. You, you knew that that was my first like real kiss. Probably like my like, first kiss kiss was when I was eighteen. Probably like in my heart. My first actual kiss. Yeah, was actually, now that I think about in it, in Arabian Nights, I'm pretty sure that I was eight. You were because I was seventeen. Year. I think I was, or no, I was eighteen. I was eighteen. I was eighteen, and I, I, it was approaching nineteen. Nineteen. But like what, October of freshman year. Yeah, because I had said I refuse to make it past eighteen, having never made out with someone. Uh, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, whoops. Can I keep that in but bleep his name? <laughs> you can keep his name for all <laughs> I care. Where can we find you? <laughs> in my nightmares. <laughs> you can find me on TikTok at Saved by the Dells, or you can follow the podcast on TikTok at Stop Your Ruining It. Oh, there's a TikTok now? Yeah, it's a podcast TikTok. Oh. It's mostly just thirst traps about Taika, but I if, mean, it gets us, that's if it what, gets us listeners. That's what our episodes have been. Then it gets us listeners. I don't think there's been one yet where we have not mentioned wanting to. Um, This one I haven't talked about Taika. I've just talked about her seeing Rita or it makes me sad. Mm. I guess now I've talked about how much I love Taika. But... Um, I think I definitely said I would sleep with Reese Darby at some point <laughs> in this podcast. I'm not sure where I would have fit it in, but I'm pretty sure I must have said it. Um, uh, You can find me. Uh, in my room for the next seven hours playing <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses and trying to end this war. What are you looking for? I was looking for Fef. I was going to make oh. her say goodbye. <laughs> just How wow. about you just do your best cat? <laughs> That's what Fefu sounds like. Anyway, why is no one dating us? Bye. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Play, Play us somewhere. out. Play us out, Pikachu. Go.